Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Talking Time with Randy. Now, last episode, I fucked up and said episode four. Or no, I said episode three when it was really episode four. This week, I got it all together. We on episode five. What does that mean? We're halfway, y'all. We're halfway, y'all. And we finna keep going through the season because this is what? Season two of what? talking time with Randy, as y'all already know. So I wanted to come through and say thank y'all again for watching. Thank y'all again for supporting. Thank y'all again for writing me and letting me know how y'all feel on the episode. I appreciate all the love. Like, I don't want to feel crazy. Like, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> so thank you for everything. Thank you for supporting. And thank you for really rocking with, you know, with me you know don't mind the look I once again was like I'm not gonna record I'm tired but my son is finally sleeping for the night I said let me chop it up with my niggas real quick because what the fuck so without further ado let's jump into this motherfucking episode so before we actually touch upon the topics and as y'all see this motherfucking episode is called what unscripted as fuck and that is because yeah i may be looking down at a little piece of paper that i did like an outline of just what i want to talk about today really quick but it's really unscripted because there is no rhyme or rhythm to my madness today it's just me and you chopping it up per usual so one thing that I did want to address was I wanted to answer a question that one of my viewers asked me and um, it was how do you find yourself as a woman and this was in reference to episode four last episode which was the effort um, now as I stated I'm still learning myself I have an idea, but every time I feel like I completely encapsulate it on that idea, if I said that word right, um, but if I, you know, did use that word right, um, it changes. It doesn't make a major change, but it changes just for something that's going to help me grow and keep elevating and becoming the better woman that I am, not only for myself, but my son and for everyone that I touch. Like, I don't want to be a shitty person. Like, I don't want to have terrible energy, give people off terrible energy. So I feel like just me not being able to reach who I completely am just yet is not a bad thing. It's a good thing because that means I'm still growing and I'm still willing to do the work and put in the what? The effort. So to answer your question, how do you do that? It literally starts with within. It starts with the shadow work. It starts with you knowing what you like. It's deeper than, okay, your favorite color. Okay, your favorite genre of music. It's literally what makes you happy. What embodies you. When it comes to your person and your name, what is it that people are going to know you for or doing? Or what is it that just makes you, again, happy, genuinely happy? 
Example, I always come up here saying I did not want to talk. I did not want to record. But at the end of the day, podcasting makes me happy. It makes me feel like, all right, I may not be where I want to be just yet, but at least I know I'm putting in the work and the effort to get there, as I stated last episode. So it's just all about doing the shadow work and just really knowing who you are in tune with who you are knowing yourself coming into that woman intuition not everybody has that woman's intuition or not everyone has it and it is so strong sometimes we really have to come into that like it grows and develops with us the more and more we're in tune and we know ourselves the more and more we're aligned and we know what really is going on like so do the work that's all i'm gonna say do the work it's not gonna be a month from now, you're going to have it all figured out like, oh, I'm this. I like doing this. I'm this type of person. No, it's going to take some time. It's okay. Because what's worth it and what takes time always has a beautiful ending and it, all, and it always has a more a more special meaning because, you know, what's that saying that um, our OGs used to say, what comes easy or if something comes easy, it basically is not, it's not going to, you know, last long or stay in our life long. I don't know the, the proverb um, verbatim, but it's something along the lines of that. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about. So with that being said, we're going to dive into the main question that I have of the day, which is Freaky Friday. Um... And this just stems off of me watching different podcasts. Those of you that follow me on Twitter, especially mostly on Twitter lately, the last week, I have been mad active on Twitter on my personal page, which again, I will disclose to y'all. I'll put up at the end. Matter of fact, I just put it in the little description for y'all. Um, but I've been watching mad podcasts and listening to Summer Walker's album, which we're going to motherfucking tap into and unpack because... There's a lot to talk about. So, matter of fact, we'll do that first. See? Unscripted as fuck. I just fucked y'all up. Y'all thought I was going to ask y'all a question. Nah, hold that. Wait a second. So, let's just unpack this Summer Walker album real quick. And I want to unpack it real quick because I need y'all to hear me. I need y'all to open the ears to sh shush the mouth and listen to me. We all know still over it is not the same as over it which is without a shadow of a doubt a motherfucking classic that hands down over it is a fucking classic but that is because at that point in time that's where her life was at what was her life what were the songs on that song on that on that album what were they really talking about now everyone has their own perception of music but if you listen to listen instead of following the fucking masses, which is what everyone fucking loves to do, you would understand what she was talking about. And to me, how I perceived the music was she was fucking with this nigga who she loved. He was fucking playing games. She wanted him to stop fucking playing games. They had a really crazy wild sexual chemistry. She'll die about that dick. You know what I'm saying? Like she was a writer. She was holding this nigga down. Boom. Then this album comes out and this album I don't think y'all hear me when y'all say I've been listening to this album for six 
fucking days straight. I know other music came out on Friday, but fuck that other music because it was Summer Walker that came out and I had to listen to what she said. And as I stated in last podcast and I made reference to in the last couple podcasts, if y'all know my story, y'all know why this album hit me so deep. And I'm not saying it's even just about the stories being so close, but it's just about her vulnerable her vulnerability I'm sorry it was just how vulnerable she was it was like if you listen to how she's singing this shit and certain lines that she's saying like you can tell what lines was really hurting her and you can also tell the time difference of when she was actually still fucking with this person and for when they actually fucking stopped fucking together like like she outdid herself now I cannot disagree with the session 33 business but session 33 is still a good song nonetheless session 32 you can't fucking top that vibe. That song still makes me cry to this fucking day. But I want y'all to really, I'm not saying you have to listen to it, but I'm saying go into it and knowing that this may not be an album for the niggas, like how over it was. This might be an album strictly for the females because females, we all dealt with that one bitch ass nigga who's mother enables the fuck out of them ugh we all dealt with a nigga like that period point blank period and if you haven't sis don't fucking do it don't do it let's not and say that we motherfucking did for the fuck of it. Because, baby, that is not a ride that you want to jump on. What does this say? If it's a motherfucking red flag, it's not motherfucking pink, it's not motherfucking orange, it's motherfucking red. Period. So, that's all I wanted to say. Like, that album really, like, my top, okay, so, I'm not finna hold you. All the songs are good, but the songs that I really have been listening to... Throw It Away, Unloyal, Closure, um, Reciprocation, You Don't Look, You Don't Know Me, um, Screwing, Fourth Baby Mama, that shit fucking hits. And there's another one that I'm definitely fucking missing. Toxic. Basically, from four down, that's my shit. Like, I really listen to that song. Like, no shade to, like, scissor or anything like that. But I just feel like at this point in my life, one and two, well, one and three really, really is not where I'm at right now. But four throughout, that's, that's where the fuck I'm at and that's where I'm finna stay at. Stay tuned, too, because I'm about to put up a cover to one of her songs. As I said before, I was waiting I was so, 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 so badly fucking waiting for um this album to come out so I can get into my cover bag. Um, <clears throat> gotta use the vocals. They've been sitting too long. But, all right, thank y'all. Now, we're on to the next topic. So, in the beginning, I was saying I want to ask y'all a question, the main question of the show. And it's just because I like I as I just stated, I've been watching fucking podcasts and fucking listening to Summer Walker for six days straight. Just really trying to study the craft 
of podcasting, but also because podcasting is super dope to me. Like I just love how organic people can have these conversations, the questions, the how they transition, like everything about it is fucking fire. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So for the last fucking couple of days, I've been trying to find the Academics and Brittany Renner podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. And I finally found that bitch on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. I love Spotify. I love Apple Music, but I love Spotify. So I have both of them. Anyway, so I found it on Spotify and I was watching it. And just one of the questions that I asked myself, like I, I didn't watch the whole thing. And that's because I um, had to leave the area that I was at, at the time. But I'm going to finish it tomorrow in the morning and we're gonna unpack that shit we got a lot of podcasts to unpack kanye kanye ass britney renner ass and the joe budden shit i want to i want to talk to her about that joe budden shit but that's neither here nor there so yeah i was watching the the britney renner podcast episode and like every time shorty tried to explain herself or tried to tell academics that she was not a certain way she looked at her as if he was shocked and um the name of the episode is if you have spotify or i think you can find it on youtube i don't know why i couldn't find it on youtube but the name of the episode was the trap queen question mark featuring britney renner and it's on um off nowhere or off on air something like that um dj academics um and it sort of kind of took me aback because it's like, how could he be so surprised that this, that how she is on social media is not how she is in real life? As I always say, especially when people get a bag from social media, that's their facade. That's the life that they want y'all to live. Okay, if y'all over here pushing a narrative, fuck it. That's what's getting them their coins and finna run with that shit. And on top of that, before I even get to the question, he didn't even know that she was a soccer player. Even I knew that. Anyways. That's neither here nor there. So the question that I developed from watching this is, do you feel like the perception you have of yourself is accurate? And it just doesn't have to do with that interview either. Um, when people get into arguments with you or like even when you just like, or like, yeah, we'll use that. When people get in arguments with you, they sort of kind of like tell you about yourself. And it's sometimes completely opposite of what the fuck you feel like so it's like you're sitting in this weird place of one am I fucking delusional am I living in this world of this is how I think I am but I'm really not this way and I'm really this person this shitty person per se or like is it accurate or is it accurate to us because everyone has their own perception so it's like now I'm gonna fuck y'all up does anyone ever really know the real us if that's if this is where we're going with it, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all know what time it is. So that's what I gathered from that. It was literally just because he would be like, "Shut up, shut up, shut up." And I'm like, "Why is he telling her to shut up? Like, this is if this is how she says that she is. This is how she is. And on top of that, you don't hang out with the bitch every day. So how are you supposed to know that's really how she is? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not her homegirl." And then another thing that episode led me to 
was societal norms and double standards. Because if you think about it, those things are hand in hand. Societal norms, the unwritten rules or beliefs, attitudes and behaviors that are considered acceptable in a particular social group or culture. Double standards, a rule of principle which is unfair applied in different ways to different people or groups. Now, the reason why I say those go hand in hand is because societal norms tend to be double standards. Follow me. Men will be men. Men will be men in regards to fucking, cheating, lying, body counts, whatever the case is. But when women do it, which is now the double standard, but the societal norm is men will be men, right? When women do that, when women act as if they can be like a man or have that same sexual drive as a man, they're seen as fast, Tatiana, sluttish, Trisha, whatever the fuck. And it's like, one, why can't women do what men do? And I know it's like a touchy subject because, you know, before I always come on the show, I always talk to different people about different things, not talking about the topics, but just trying to pick people's brain. And like someone was like, because the female is the one that's getting, excuse my language, fucked. It's going inside of them. And I'm like, okay. If, if how I see it, like, I, 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 that's just where that statement left me at was, okay. But, like, how I see it, if he has 50 bodies and she has 50 bodies, they're equally as, like, experienced because it's sort of kind of like, y'all fuck the same amount of people. I don't know, like... It's not giving what it's supposed to give, y'all. These double standards really be fucking up my mind because I'm sitting here like, I'm sorry, like just me being as a female, like I can possibly, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't like to get into body count talks with men because I already know they're fucking hoes. Hence the societal norm, men will be men. So it's sort of kind of like, uh, I'm already going to anticipate him having a high ass body count. So I'd rather, you know, don't ask, don't tell type situation. I don't want to know. You can ask me. I don't give you. I'm not ashamed of my number, but I don't want to know. I don't want to know about you because, no, that's. Especially, sis, friends, especially, let's say that me, I know what he doing in the bedroom. You already know that niggas are out here. You think I want to think about the number? Actually, the number? Think about all, all the little trifling ass bitches. You was, boy, bye. Fuck out of here. Mm. Mm. Sorry, y'all. I just had to go there. But then when I think about it from like a female standpoint, or not even from a female standpoint, but then this is just when I fit into like a woman empowerment type of stretch to it because it's sort of kind of like, all right, Women who have high sex drives can be seen as horror slash documentation, whatever. But how come it can't be deemed as a woman being sexually empowered? And I say sexually empowered because it's sort of kind of like 
me just being a female, I can only tell you my story. I didn't know my own body till I was about 20 the latest. I didn't, I just, I was just doing stuff with people, but I'm not saying I was doing stuff with people and it didn't feel good, but like, I didn't know my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what really was going to get me there. And so it wasn't until one of my ex-boyfriends was like, so you mean to tell me you don't, you don't, you don't know what you like down there. You don't know, you don't know nothing. And you expect me to please you like that don't work like that. Like, I'm not saying I'm trash, but you should know your body so that even if I was trash, like you can help me get better. And I'm like, you know, that's a really true statement. So that's when I started to, you know, experiment, have fun. And it's like, when I stepped into that part of my womanhood journey, I felt a little bit more empowered, like, oh shit, I know my body. And then when I started getting my confidence as like, okay, like even on a crusty day, I still look good. You know what I'm saying? Like not all the time, but like sometimes I'll be feeling like that. So like when I do feel like that, the confidence that I feel is something different. So that's like another boom level up to like, to like, how I feel sexy or like that sex appeal that us females have or don't have. So it's like, how come them knowing that, okay, I like fucking a lot. How come that is deemed as being so negative when a guy is normal because a guy will be a guy. So when you get into the textbook definition, because I don't over here pop my shit and not have the textbook definition to fuck with y'all heads real quick because technically this is exactly what it is. To be sexually empowered is understood as a multidimensional process comprising a variety of attitudes, behaviors, including among others, having a healthy body image, accepting and validating one's own sexual desires, feelings that one has the right to express one's sexuality. Men are sexually empowered as fuck. They get to be fucking hoes. They get to own, I want polygamy, not whatever the fuck. They get to own their preferences. Some preferences, yes, are looked upon in different communities as, okay. Or different cultural groups as, okay, like, mm, are you sure you want to do that? All right. But nonetheless, they get to have all that. Whereas, like, females literally, like, females literally get, it's like, it's sometimes deemed negative. And I'm, st I'm strictly just speaking on the sexual portion of it because I think that's, like, a big deal. And I'm also going to touch upon something that is super popular now. And it's going to also fall into this because it's sort of kind of like when the reason why I'm correlating women with high sex drives is because one that is validating and accepting their own sexual desires and that that's their right to express their sexuality you know um another one is bbls mm, let's get into it so not a hater don't give a fuck who's getting bbls don't give a fuck who's getting their body done bitch that's your money get it how you live but one thing that i will say 
is I just want to make sure that we're all doing it. Or not even I want to make sure, like, as if I have a civil duty to the world. I would like to just hope that everyone is doing it um, for the right reason. And I say that because that is one women taking back their sexual, that's them being sexually empowered because having a healthy body image, okay? Now, the question that I have when it comes to the BBL for y'all, and as y'all hear my stances, yes, I, well, yes and no, but the question I have is, do you think getting a BBL could be a form of a woman trying to, or getting back for sexual, for being sexually empowered? And I ask that because when coming, when, when you look at it, People get BBLs because they want to have a healthy body image in their mind. To be sexually empowered is having a healthy body image. Now, when you don't have a healthy body image, you display or have body dysmorphic disorder, which is a mental disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived effects or flaws in your appearance, a minor flaw that can't be seen by others. So that BBL, in fact, is actually taking that up, making you feel more beautiful in yourself, making you feel more confident in yourself, you're owning back your sexuality. Now that means you're going to actually take part in the sexual desires that you want because you're going to be more confident in your body. Okay. You guys following me? You guys hearing me? You guys seeing where I'm going? Do you guys see my point of view? If not, if you think I'm fucking bullshitting and I'm just in like Randy world, please let me know. But how do you guys feel on that? My answer is yes and no. I feel like it can be a form of sex of a woman claiming her sexual empowerment or her just being sexually empowered because again that is a sense of having a healthy body image. Once she's confident out here, her sex appeal is gonna go up, her inner confidence is gonna go up. Sure, she's gonna start growing because her beauty's gonna be different. She her vibe's gonna be different. Like she I'm I'm that bitch. That's her. That's it. That's how they're gonna feel. So I feel like it could be a form, but like I said, the boundary that gets cross is when people use or see what is working for people on other social media and it's sort of kind of like all right shorty over here got the bbl making this bag shorty over here got the bbl she over here making this bag now shorty over here got this popularity it's sort of kind of like do you even want to do it for yourself or are you doing it for the masses because you see that's what your favorite rapper's dm got or you see that's what you know your favorite singer got and i'm not hating on no one getting their body done at all i just want people to really like do it for themselves because when you have to sit back and you get older and look at k michelle k michelle did all that shit and she actually regretted it there's a there's actually a lot of females that you know have regretted it you know like even summer walker was like damn i wish i would have got my booty done or i wish no i think it was a, a suki 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 hana said that she wished she would have waited to get her, to get her body done before she embraced her grown woman weight. Like, do y'all understand your grown woman body? Bro, let me tell you something. Middle school, SpongeBob. High school, Little Bubble. College, Chunky. Left college because that DC food, lost weight because I was smoking weed, stressed out over these niggas. <laughs> That took a turn. Okay, not stressed out over these niggas, but just 
smoking, you know, living my best life. Baby came. I'm not saying my body boom banging out the frame, but honey. I'm not saying, okay, it's already going to be y'all have a baby, but I'm just saying wait till you wait till you go through all your changes of life because we're, our bodies are changing. First of all, people don't even be eating good. On top of that, their body hasn't developed right. Like, you don't even know. Like, you could be skinny, skinny, skinny until you damn 26. Your body fills out, boom, body, boom, bang, about, bow. You know what I'm saying? Like, give yourself time to get yourself together. What the fuck? I'm not, but again... I don't give a fuck what y'all do. I'm just saying this this is just my thought process on it because I was watching these interviews for the last six days and I was just really tapping into people's brains. Like I was like, bruh, it's crazy how we think out here. I didn't address it just yet. Cause I was gonna do like a whole interview segment, but it's sort of kinda like I wanna do interviews for I'm not saying I don't wanna do an interview interview for this topic, but I do wanna do interviews for other topics that I feel like are not going to be like more interesting, but could definitely be something that we could definitely unpack and definitely start a conversation about. So I'm going I'm to touch on this really quick before I let y'all go. I know this is a relatively short episode. Um, as like I said, this isn't scripted as fuck because I didn't really know where I wanted to go. This is the halfway mark. I know I didn't want to do nothing <clears throat> too crazy. I wanted it to be fun, you know, like sometimes getting deep on a time. It's not draining, but honey, no, okay, like no, this is just light topics. I hope, hopefully no one gets offended by these light topics, but fuck it, you never know nowadays. Now, this is what we finna talk about because sexually empowered, right? Equivalent to BBLs, we're gonna talk about OnlyFans. Shout out to the bitches doing OnlyFans because y'all bitches is collecting a bag. One thing I will say is I give it up to y'all because I don't have the confidence to do that. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But shout out to y'all bitches that's doing it because y'all collecting that motherfucking bag from a lot of niggas who be talking shit about it too. Come on now. That's neither here nor there. And I know y'all knows and I know I know y'all hoes know that. Okay. Like, come on, these whack ass niggas. Always popping shit, but be the first one to support it. Make it make sense, Jesus, because it don't. Any motherfucking ways. What I wanna talk about OnlyFans with because I feel like OnlyFans is another in in another category of being like sexually empowered as a female and I say that because sex workers sex makes the motherfucking world go round. Let's talk about it. And if you don't think you do, let's talk about it. Marilyn Monroe would not be labeled the big ass hoe she was today if she was not fucking and sucking a motherfucking president in a motherfucking Oval Office and got caught. But guess what? She got caught. Flip that shit. What else? A lot of these dirty, nasty bitches on Instagram who are IG influencers ran through. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, sex makes the world around because now she's collecting it back. So, with all that to being to being to be said, as I said before, men love making comments talking about or just making comments about women, you know, choosing work and sex work <clears throat> one if you don't like it shut the fuck up and mind your business that's what i wish the world would do if you don't like something shut the fuck up and mind your business it's not meant for you to like but somebody else is liking it clearly um 
but niggas be talking all the shit like, oh, I would never fuck with a bitch like that. I would never do that and that. I would never do this and that. But then be subscribing. Like, let's talk about it. How you a hater? How you hating from outside of the club, about the club, and still paying to get in the club? I wouldn't be going to that club if I didn't want to be there. Fucking weirdos. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's like they be like, couldn't have no shorty doing that shit. What's so special if everyone's seen it? And I'm just like, nigga, if you insecure, just say that, bruh. If you insecure, like, I feel like you have to be a real ass nigga to hold a bitch down that's doing that shit. No cap. Because <coughs> you already know niggas are plotting on your bitch. Come on now, that's a given. You know people are plotting on your bitch because they see what she's doing. Come on now. So you have to be mad secure in that shit. Like you really have to like, you have to be mad secure in that shit. And then in like the flip side, it's sort of kind of like equivalent to nigga fucking a lot. Like at least she's over here getting money for it. Like you over here fucking for free, over here fucking for her backflip, over here fucking for a trip, over here... Yeah, niggas be getting food out now. City boys up. Um, over here fucking for a necklace. Over here fucking for a place to fucking lay your head. Like, come on now. Like, y'all over here prostituting for free. Not saying OnlyFans is prostituting, but follow me. Niggas be over here prostituting for free for little to nothing while bitches over here collecting a bag for real. That's neither here nor there. That's empowerment right there. Talk about how to flip, flip a double nugget and make that shit a W. Collect a bag and fucking boss up on these niggas. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? But for y'all that don't follow me on my Instagram, the question that I did ask on Instagram was, does anyone look at porn stars as if they're hoes? Or is it because they're porn stars? And is it only a difference with OnlyFans because it's local? And it's sort of kind of like, it goes hand in, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that because when I, when I was looking through the answers too, one answer that stuck out to me, and if they watching this, you know who you are. One answer that stuck out to me was was it's not cheating. But then someone said it depends on the level of engagement. And this is where the whole trustee comes back to me. Like, if my man said he on OnlyFans, I would be like, this is really going to be my real life response. Follow me. In my mind. Okay, that's odd. He can go on Pornhub, XXVid, fucking Twitter porn. Twitter porn be hitting. He can do all this shit, but he want OnlyFans? Okay, whatever. Whatever, do you, bro. 
he's gonna watch porn anyway. But like to then add the level of engagement, it's sort of kind of scary because it's sort of kind of like, so do you not trust your partner to do that because they have access to the person? Because since they're local or accessible, that makes it seem like they're going to fuck you or engage with you. It sort of kind of didn't sit well with me because I'm like, level of engagement, like, oh, nah, like, what do you mean level of engagement? Like, why are you engaging? Do you engage with porn stars? Do you write Tina Trump? Like, yo, the way you was doing that shit was crazy. So why would you treat it as such? Like, I don't know. It just don't sit well. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like, so does this go back to like, again, remember when we talked about trust in the question that I asked from? I'm going to go back to it. So I have my book. Bear with me as I look for it real quick, y'all. I be bringing a lot in here. For something that I never want to record, I'm writing a lot in here. Okay, I found it. Can you really trust someone? Can you really trust someone? And now I have to flip the question of once that person leaves your site, do you even trust them? Because the person could be sitting right there on OnlyFans engaging with the bitch or engaging with the nigga. So it's sort of kind of like, do you really trust them? Like, do you, like, do you really trust your significant other? Like, like, can you really do that? Like, does it make, does it make y'all females feel uncomfortable to know that your man, like, please, like, I really want y'all to answer this because I really, I really want to know. Does it make y'all females uncomfortable when your man watches porn? Like, does that, like, is that a deal breaker for y'all? I don't know. Y'all let me know, please. With that being said, I'm going to wrap it up. It's been a cute 40 minutes, about 40 minutes talking to y'all, chopping it up. To answer these questions that I asked, which was, how do you feel about OnlyFans? Sub. Can you really trust your partner? Due to the question, due to the answer that I got of there being some sort of level of engagement, if there is, okay? And two, like, once that person not only is in your in your site or now leaves your site, do you still have that same level of trust because they can't be doing that? Do you even, did that thought even cross your mind? And then the main question that I really, really, really want y'all to answer for today's episode of Unscripted as Fuck is... <clears throat> do you feel like the perception you have of yourself is accurate and how do y'all feel also about the bbl woman empowerment sexually empowered whole business how do y'all feel about that like like tell me what's up like is it really is it even a thing anymore is it even a thing anymore am i just like bugging or like I be see, do y'all see the same shit I see on social media? Like, let's just, like, let's tap into it, please. Please. I'm looking forward to hearing your responses. You can follow me at 
Princess Randy Four Eyes. That's my Twitter. You can follow me at Talk is Fine with Randy on Instagram, or you can follow me with Princess Randy with I believe six eyes on Instagram. And you can tap into this discussion. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on my YouTube. Um, please subscribe, comment, please put your questions in the comment if you want to. I definitely reply back to all the comments. Tell me how you feel. We're halfway through, baby. Also. Another thing, it's the end of the year, okay? We're in November. You guys know I'm very big on energy. The time to start cleaning, rearranging your room, saging, palo santo, all that is now, okay? We need to get all these demons, all these bad spirits that we don't want to follow us into the new year. 2022 is going to be the year that we all what? We all win. You know why? Because Y'all are women. I am a woman. We're in our path right now. We're doing what we need to do to get to where we're going to be. And our story is not done yet. Baby, we just on a chapter. We on chapter 21. That's it. That's it. That is it. Y'all got this. Always love. What do I say? Stay fly. Stay high. It was a pleasure. I love y'all. Yow. Yeah.